0: when there is no way out God's hand comes to help in this message on enabling grace pastor teaches from Jacob's life that even though Jacob had perpetual battles he succeeded this message explains how the help of God comes
1: Amen. tonight I want you to open your Bibles to Genesis chapter 25 Verse 24 Genesis 25 Verse 24 to 26
0: So when her days were fulfilled For her to give birth Indeed there were twins in her womb And the first came out red He was like a hairy garment all over So they called his name Izao Afterwards his brother came out And his hand took hold of Isao's heel So his name was called Jacob Isaac was 60 years old When she bore them Amen Hallelujah
1: Tonight I want to speak to you tonight About somebody who experienced the help of God in his life This is not what I wanted to preach tonight. I had a different word altogether. But then the Holy Spirit is leading in a different way. The helping hand of the Lord. I believe strongly that God's helping hand is coming out for many. When it seems like there is no hope, no way out, God's hand comes to help. That's what we call the grace of God. You know, there is this grace called the saving grace. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says that. We are saved by grace. So there's a saving grace, not by works. There's a saving grace. Then there is the justifying grace. In Romans 3, 24, it says that we are justified by the grace of God. Where you know your sins are washed under the blood of Jesus. It is less, just as if you never sinned. There's a justifying grace. Then there is a teaching Grace. In the book of Titus, the second chapter, verses eleven, it says there: "The grace of God teaches us to deny ungodliness. You know, grace of God is never the license to sin. It is the grace of God teaches us to discipline ourselves, to deny ungodliness and unholiness. And you know, the grace of God enables you, teaches you, directs you. See, if the grace of God is regulating your life, you will find the the Holy Spirit." Delivering you or bringing you out of tough, tough situations, of sinful situations, taking you to move away from that relationships, move away from that that thing that could cause harm to your spiritual life. You know, the Holy Spirit is teaching you to forgive and to let go and to that, that's that's a sign of grace of God operating in your life. But then there is something called the enabling grace, the grace of God that enables you. The grace that helps you. You know when you look into the Bible it is people who have the odds stacked against them who have come out victorious. Everything working against them but somehow they felt the helping hand of God. And I would call that the grace of God. There are things resisting their progress. There are things that is working against them. But they broke through. And tonight I sense the Holy Spirit saying that you will break through. It looks like the whole world is against you. Everything is against you. But you will break through. You will come out victorious by the help of the Holy Spirit. By the help of God. Lift your hand and say by the help of the Holy Spirit. By the help of God I will come through Thanks be to the grace of God Now Jacob was someone someone like that He was at a disadvantage The Bible should have been The God of the Bible should have been The God of Abraham, Isaac and Ezau But instead it became Jacob It is the firstborn Whose name comes there The one who has got a covenant with God Jacob was severely disadvantaged He was born In a disadvantaged position There is no way that he can be in the covenant of God Esau is the firstborn But the Bible says The God It doesn't even sound nice God of Abraham, Isaac and (laughs) Esau The God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob When you say that you feel Wow That is because Jacob experienced the help of God He was born with the wrong identity Jacob somebody naming him Jacob which means supplanter or corn man. There are people who draw I mean who hate you and draw conclusions about you even without knowing you. There are people who just look at you and hate you and draw conclusions about you. Who just hate you. Now, Jacob was in a place like that. The people draw conclusions about the church, about a particular family. And some of you have suffered under wrong identity. You have never cheated anybody, especially somebody who's listening in your workplace. In your workplace, there is a problem where people see you as a cheat. But God sees you in a different way. And he says, forgive, let go. The Lord says, I will prove you in my own time. There are people who have an image of the church as being, you know, a rich man's club. I do not know how people see it. Of crazy people coming in to make a lot of noise. There are people who say, okay, they, they need God. We don't need. They need a crutch. We need God, definitely, no doubt about that. <laughs> but the Bible is not a crutch. There are people who have drawn conclusions about your life, say your past age, or maybe getting married, or having children. You know, Isaac was 60 years old when he had twins. Wow. Some sixty-year-old get excited tonight. Jerry can hardly wait to be sixty. <laughs> look at look at look at Jacob. There's somebody who's listening to me who's exactly in that same position. Jacob was not the favorite child of his father. Look at Genesis 25 verse 28. It says there, and Isaac loved Esau, not Jacob. See, the odds are against you if you do not have the goodwill of your father. Isaac loved Azavu more than Jacob but the Holy Spirit says it doesn't matter what your earthly father thinks about you what matters is how your heavenly father sees you in the book of Romans the ninth chapter verses 13 and 14 says God says Jacob have I loved wow that's the help of God tonight doesn't matter how people in authority see you all that matters is how God sees you, how your father in heaven sees you. You have a loving father. You have a father in heaven who loves you, who cares about you, who counts even the hair of your head, who's numbered your days, who's fashioned out a table for you in the presence of your enemies, who wants to lead and guide you. Oh! Raid alam, hasta Prabhana. Lift your head and say, I have a father. I have a father in heaven. Abba, father, pour out your love. You love me. Give me the assurance of your love in my heart. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. There's a father who says, I love you. There's a saying that when man rules, God overrules. When man rules, God overrules. What you should be concerned is about only how God sees about you, not how mortal men see you. It doesn't matter who hates you. There's an interesting scripture, I think it is in the book of, um, um, it says, the scripture which says that when when God showed that Leah was hated. Genesis 29, 31. Leah was hated. 29? 31. When the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened a womb. But Rachel was barren. There's something about God. When God sees that you're hated, people upset with you, he opens up something. <laughs> your fruitfulness comes to the next level. When people see you and hate you and they conclude about you and they don't like you and they just want to keep a distance, let me tell you, God opens out. That's a word for somebody tonight. God opens out something. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. One thing that I've realized over many years of ministry is that God is somehow very interested in the abandoned, In the frustrated, in the rejected, the resisted, the hated. Years back, I preached a message, God loves the lost, the least and the last. Years back, up in Ranji, I preached a message called, God loves the last, the least and the lost. Tonight, I want to say that again over somebody here. God loves the lost, the last and the least. Jacob, you have no choice. The odds are against you, man. But the helping hand of God. In the Oh, Judah, my hand shall come forth to help you. I shall rescue you I shall help you It doesn't matter who hates you Who is against you Who is fighting you God says I will love you And I will save you And I will bring you through And especially parents Don't have favoritism Amen Don't have favoritism Jacob Esau Two sons Jacob loves Esau Rebecca loves Jacob. Don't have favoritism. Sometimes when everything against you, God will use you to prove a point. The Bible says the stone which the builders rejected as worthless became the cornerstone. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In the Nidratri we have hope Blessed be the name of Jesus Whether it be from family or friends or neighbors Whoever has rejected and hated you and distanced you God says I will do something with your life Amen Jacob needed the helping hand of God What I would call in the Old Testament the helping hand of God But the grace of God Jacob grew with a questionable character I mean, he was a questionable character. Real or perceived? Real or perceived? Now, there are some su- people who are suspects at all times. <laughs> suspects at all times. There is something, something. Mm. Are some of you watching like that. Amen. There are people who suspect you all the time. No matter what you do, they will suspect you all the time. It can be real or perceived, but questionable. Look at Jacob. Jacob. It looks like he's a number one fraud. He's cheated his brother of his birthright, he's deceived his father. It looks like he nearly ripped off his uncle also Laban Questionable character See can God ever say Call me by the name God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob If Jacob was the number one Questionable guy He was a perpetual liar and he's stealing everything. Can God ever do that? Can a church or a ministry ever grow if there is somebody who is dubious in nature up there leading it from the front? (laughs) Can the anointing literally flow? It doesn't happen. You don't need to have the mind of a rocket scientist. It doesn't happen that way. Jacob valued something from God. He valued that covenant. His heart was passionate to have the things of God. He opened his eyes. He saw how God was with Abraham. How God was with Isaac. He heard how they walked with God. And Jacob said, I want to have what they had. <laughs> Nothing else matters. It is not about making money. It's not about you know getting rich. It's not about stealing Laban's cattle. It's not about that. He wondered what Abraham and Isaac had in their relationship with God. And God saw that. He did it not to have a double portion from Isaac, his father, because he had to run away from home. He, received, he did that to have a spiritual inheritance from the Father in heaven. And because Esau would never value that birthright option, I'll give you. You want this? He said, "Sure, I don't value this anyway. Take it, my birthright." Jacob said I'll value it I'll take it Value the things of God Whoa Value the things of God Look at Jacob He was a victim of Perpetual struggle The final struggle was him struggling with Divinity at the Ford of Jabok. There are people who succeed but only with a struggle. There are people who come up in life only with struggle. These 14 days of fasting from 6 to 6 I can tell you that struggle is over in your life. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. I wrote all the duda in the Let the grace of God, the grace of ease, the grace of God flow. Everything you have to struggle struggle to get married, struggle to have children, struggle to bring up your business, struggle to minister, struggle to prophesy, struggle to serve the Lord. Struggle in your family life. Struggle in raising your children. Struggle in your workplace. uh, Struggle to build a home. Struggle to see a financial breakthrough. But tonight in the name of Jesus. That struggle gets broken tonight. Tonight is the final night of your struggle. In the name of Jesus. (laughs) Let grace abound. Raidala la shabana, rida la, rida mana, hunda na, brabana. Oh, Ramchal, brabala, gada ga, gadagam tere ba, raga jena, gada gum, kari dana, la, Let the struggles be broken Let the grace of God flow The angels of the Lord move forth to help And to move forth There will be grace In Jesus name Say Say grace Say grace Say grace Say grace You know, Zechariah chapter 4 you know, There is an interesting word In Zechariah chapter 4 6th uh, verse Surababel Is wanting to build the temple of the Lord Restore the temple of the Lord And we know that scripture It says there You know How many of you have felt Ever God called you to do something And then that project gets stalled Nothing seems to be happening you get frustrated Surababel was like that God called him to build the temple. He started out. And what is interesting is that he laid the foundation in 25 BC. It took 10 years. 10 years there were legal arguments. The king who had actually given him the freedom to build died, a new king came about and they sat with the wise counselors and decided this should not happen. So things got stalled. Things began to get stalled and things get stuck. Battles. Even the Samaritans who were half Jews and half Gentiles were half-hearted. They said, you know, this. You know, even if you build it, it, won't be like the Solomon's temple. It won't be like before. How many of you have gone through it? It won't be like before. The devil tells you, you know, those relationships won't be like before. Even if you build it. Even if you try it. But devil is a liar. Amen. Amen. Zechariah 4, 6th verse says, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. The 7th verse says,
0: Who are you, O great mountain? Who are you, O
1: great mountain?
0: Before Zerubbabel. Before
1: Zerubbabel, you You shall shall become become a
0: plain
1: plain or a level ground.
0: And he shall bring forth the capstone. He shall bring,
1: bring forth the capstone, the final stone, the most decorative stone. You shall bring in the capstone with shouts of grace of grace, grace 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 that is help help with shouts of grace God's help grace see obstacles, struggles ten years tall, battles Siddhu Babel is discouraged doesn't know how to go forward but the Lord says not by might this time Siddhu not by power chella business Devo Hallelujah. One version says the Lord said unto Sadubab, it's time to begin again. It's time to begin again. Say that it's time for me to begin again. I won't be discouraged. It's time for me to begin again. The enabling grace of God, Zerubbabel, Babel, shall come upon you. You will bring in the capstone with shout of grace, grace, grace. Time to begin again. Let go on your dream. Your hope is gone, but time to dream again. Hope again. This time the Lord said unto Zerubbabel, people are watching. Take the final stone first and keep it. It looks like a, you look like a fool. See, stalled for ten, ten years, still things not working. But you take that final capstone, and you put it. But when you put it, remember one word. Don't whisper it. Don't say. Like no, not like that. Shout! Anybody wanting to shout tonight? Grace. Not once, but shout it twice. It says, Shout out, Grace, Grace. Amen. Hallelujah. It's 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 in the midst, midst of unfinished projects. In the So, we unfinished title. So, that we will tell you that unfinished you that we you Praise the Lord. Come on. battle on. Come oh, Open your mouth and say, i need the help of God. Grace. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. business. There is assignment. I'm beginning again. I'm not finished yet. Not yet. Look at that and say, Grace! Grace! That shall be your prophetic gesture. Look at your issues. Your business unfinished. battle. Internal battle. Outward battle. Grace! Grace! Shout it out! Hallelujah. For it will be not be by might nor by power but by the Spirit of God Begin again And the Spirit of God came Spirit of God came See, Jacob had perpetual battles But he succeeded Why? I'll explain that and then we go One He was a candidate of divine visitations. Genesis 35 verse 9. Genesis 35 verse 9. Genesis 35 verse 9. You know, you should make it a habit to open your mouth and say, Grace, Grace. Grace, Grace, Grace. This should become a part of your vocabulary. Look at things that you've begun and you say, I begin by grace, I finish by grace. Enabling grace, 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 grace. Look at projects. Business, financial project, whatever. Look and say, grace, grace. You should learn to shout it. Grace. It might, you might look like a weirdo. You know, When we were buying the land for the church, I used to shout out grace, grace. Even before we, we build that sanctuary, you know, those things are too small right now. God wants you to enlarge your vision God is wanting to bring a great harvest of souls We need to have a bigger space, bigger land And we're going to do it by Grace, 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 Grace We're going to learn to shout it out the movie and paper movie Hrathengal thiriyandadu the Finances vairandadu Praise the Lord. Say grace, grace, grace. Hallelujah. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Genesis 35, verse 9. And God appeared unto Jacob again. Unlike that word again. And God appeared to Jacob again. Amen. Then you're frustrated when you want to give up. God appeared to Jacob again again have an (laughs) encounter again the help of God will come again he's bailed you out in the past he will do it again Genesis 28 verse 12 he had a first visitation we know that story We can read through that later see Jacob was a candidate the help of God how does it come? how does the grace of God flow? He was a candidate of divine blessing and favor. You know, I was preaching at a pastor's meeting. One of the pastors came to me and he said, Pastor, you know, I I listen to every, every message of yours on the favor. He said, you brought that truth back into the body of Christ. Now, he said, you know, there are hundreds of preachers who have preached on that years for years. But he said, the Holy Spirit used to that truth to come again to the body of Christ in a very powerful way. And says, most of the people who speak when they are now now, without knowingly, they use this word favor. Favor, favor. The Holy Spirit imparted that, you know. It was always there in the Bible. It was always there among preachers. But somehow the Spirit of God in the season released that forth. Amen. Now Jacob was a candidate. Help came through favor and blessing. Look at the 35th chapter of Genesis and verse 9 one more time. God appeared unto Jacob again when he came out of Padan and blessed him. See that with blessing exploded. Blessed him, blessing explode. Whew. Keep your hand upon your head. If you were there in the congregation, I would have laid hands upon it. Keep your hand on your head and say, "Blessing of God exploded in my life. Blessings of God exploded in my life." Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter what you didn't receive from men. What you receive from God is what matters. Sometimes it might you might see it might look like as if you had an unfair deal in life from people but what you receive from God is what matters. Oof. What you receive from God is what matters. Amen. How does the help of God comes? Genesis 30 verse 37. It says there, Jacob was a candidate of divine wisdom and creativity. You can read through that later. He knew how to have the speckled goats and the other ones. He he had wisdom. Now to do this, God give you wisdom. How did the help of God or the grace of God, what did it do for Jacob? Jacob became a candidate for supernatural repositioning. See he was second or last But he was repositioned to be first Second born to be first born <laughs> <laughs> If he had stole that blessing Would that blessing stayed in his life? It wouldn't have You cannot be a, do wickedness And be a liar And do crazy things And the blessing cannot stay But The blessing stayed upon him Amen He repositioned himself Amen Hallelujah. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Can the son become a father? Easily, God can reposition you. Can you imagine that? Can the son become a father? Easily. Is the, second became, the last became first. Can a son become a father? Between Mary and Jesus, who carried who? Who was carrying who? Hebrews 1 3 says, By his word he holds the entire universe together. Mary was not carrying Jesus, Jesus was carrying Mary. Oh, I hope I didn't step on somebody's toes, on your religious toes. (laughs) We love Mary. But Jesus is God. Jesus is the only mediator between God and man Jesus is the only way of salvation The Bible says Jesus said I am the way, the truth and the life No one goes to the father except through me Jesus is the ladder which Jacob saw The ladder that reached up into heaven Everything you need to get from God And for God to get to you Comes through the person The son, Jesus Christ our Lord Amen. Lift your hand and say Jesus. say, Jesus. Say, Jesus. Say, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Jacob knew how to wrestle with God and enlarge his capacity. Jacob, an individual, became a nation. He wrestled. Genesis 32, 28. Jacob wrestled. Wrestled. And said, I won't let you go. Where are you going without blessing me? I won't let you go. Can you imagine that? that I won't let you go where are you going look at his faith his passion I mean he must have been in tears the word compassion means compounded passion passion under compulsion that's what compassion means look at his passion whatever you lose never lose your passion for God for holding on to Jesus for saying Lord I won't let you go until you bless me with tears in his eyes he would have every day divinity it is becoming morning I have to go where are you going can you imagine that look at his compounded passion to hold on let the grace of God bound upon you Lord I won't let you go until you deliver me until you heal me until you give me Lord what you promised me from your word I won't let you go Jesus I am holding on to you Amen and that enlarged him. His capacity changed. Jacob became Israel a nation. Your mind needs to expand. Your thought process begins to expand. The highest thing you can think or imagine is only a shadow compared to what God has in mind for you. The highest thing that you can think or imagine is only a shadow compared to what God has in store for you. Whether it be about a church building or having conventions or having meetings or crusades or having finances to bless the gospel and his word, whatever, whatever you're thinking is only a shadow of what God can bring into your life. So give yourself the liberty to imagine. don't let anybody celebrate you into smallness don't make people think you achieved something just because you passed your tenth three parties and big cake and <laughs> come on you can take double PhD just because you testified once don't think you are the next Benihin and then you prayed for you somebody scoff went don't think you're the next Benny and then say, yeah, healer, healing ministry, so and so. Come on, stay small. But in your mind, see. There's no limit to what God can do through your life. Moses, you're called to deliver. But just not one man out of Egypt. An entire nation. Don't get too excited and kill somebody and Egyptian and say, okay, I delivered, I delivered, I tried my best. That is your best. It's time for God's best. God's help. His grace to abound upon your life. Whoa! Glory unto the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Amen. Bless, multiple services. Stadiums opened out. Whew. Nations opened out. Churches in different parts of the world. Come on, think. Going on on a mission field. Even at 85, doing a Caleb, going up and taking something for the Lord. So why could Jacob receive this blessing? Or this help? One, he valued the spiritual heritage more than anything else. It was not the birth position. Are you with me? Now, even in the family, you know, sometimes, you know, let the elder talk, he's the elder. It is not to be the elder to talk in the family that Jacob <laughs> stole the birthright. <laughs> There's a saying, you know, the person who has the gold makes the rules. <laughs> they will even listen to the younger one if he has got the gold. <laughs> it's called golden
0: rule.
1: <laughs> 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 golden rule. Now sometimes somebody tries to say, "They say, shut up, we wait for the elders to come." Now we value elders, respect elders, honor them. Why was Jacob wanting that? It was because of the spiritual heritage that was there in that, not the worldly thing. Esau didn't value it. Esau valued the food. Jacob valued the destiny. Scripture that we read, and I close with it. Genesis 25, 24. There are twins in a womb. One version says that two manner of people in your womb. Two manner of people in your womb. What Differentiate is your manners (laughs) Two manner The value system One version says Two kinds of people in your womb Two kinds Which kind are you? Who Who would give up on a calling And a walk with God And all that For a job somewhere Jacob's priority was different. What's your priority? Jacob's valued altars and sacrifices. Genesis 35, verse 1. I close with this. Genesis 35, verse 1. Yes.
0: And God said to Jacob,
1: And God said unto Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there and make there an altar unto God. Make there An altar Unto God Jacob was a man of prayer Altar signifies prayer It signifies worship it Signifies serving the Lord It signifies sacrificial giving It signifies sacrifices That's what an altar is And Jacob built an altar even in Genesis 28 When the Lord appeared to him He built an altar Altar is the place where you vow unto God and keep that vow. You know, I was hearing a testimony of Arnad Bonke, the wonderful man of God, one of the heroes of my faith. You know, he and his uh, crusade director—he's got a director. Both of them went into a particular place to do a crusade. And a person came and gave Bonke a $1 million check. And gave a $10,000 check to the director, which is a gift. $10,000 check to the director, $1 million check to Bonke. <laughs> and Bonke took that $1 million check and said, thank you, prayed over it and put that $1 million check into the work of the Lord. And the campus director, the crusade director told him, you can do that, but I am keeping my (laughs) 10,000. I need it, I am keeping my 10,000, you can do it. See, there are two manner of people. People who grow are the ones who give. Their energy, their time, their resources. Increase your sacrifice to increase your capacity. Some pastors only take things from people. But you be a sacrificial pastor, you give. Grace always flows with giving. 2 Corinthians 9, we close with it. 2 Corinthians 9 verses 6 to 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 6 to 8.
0: But this I say, He who sows sparingly,
1: He who sows sparingly,
0: Will also reap sparingly. Shall
1: also reap sparingly.
0: And he who sows bountifully,
1: He who soweth bountifully,
0: He will also reap bountifully.
1: Yes. Seventh verse?
0: So let each one give ah. as he purposes his heart. So let everyone
1: heart. give according to how he is purposed in his heart. Not grudgingly. Not grudgingly. Or of necessity. Or of, see some people give out of necessity. I got a lot of debts to pay, okay let me give, okay. At least do that, but not, not out of necessity. For God... Loves a cheerful giver. For God loveth a cheerful giver. Now don't stop at that. And the eighth verse. And God is see, able to and, make... See and, so 6 and 7 you apply. And God...
0: Is able to make God all is
1: able to make all grace see, abound. Oh, towards ah, you. Stop there, God is see, see, it's connected, so your great your giving is connected to grace, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Whoa. The grace to be an apostle, a prophet, a teacher, a pastor, an evangelist, worship leader, whole conventions, healing ministry, whatever, is all connected to your giving. The way of sacrifice is the way of grace. I repeat it, the way of sacrifice is the way of grace. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Glory unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. He will help you. Open your mouth and say, The Lord will help me. The Lord will help me. His grace is there to help me. He will make all His grace to abound towards me. While I build an altar unto God, place my sacrifices and say, Lord, here I am. Let the sacrifice be like a burnt. Smell the burnt offering before you. May you have the fragrance of it and delight in me, Lord, and make all your grace abound towards me. Abound towards me, Lord. Abound towards me. Thank you, Lord, that you have no lack, that in every good work you have all sufficiency. Rakhalam shahasta pravanam. Jacob was a man of the altar. He was a man of prayer, of sacrifice. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory unto the name of Jesus. And he had a never quit kind of attitude as a fighting spirit. I've preached about that before. In other words, nothing could keep him down. His wages changed ten times. He was dealt fraudulently with by his father-in-law, but he had a ruggedness, never to give up, and believed in God for his blessing. Believed in God for his breakthrough. Amen. Don't give in to the devil. Don't give in to discouragement and despair and say, I give up, I am tired, I have had enough. That's the devil, let him get out in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, you're more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ our Lord. You're more than a conqueror. Never give up spirit. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, let your grace abound, Lord. Let your grace abound, lift your hands and praise him. Praise him, praise him.
0: Let your grace abound upon my life, Lord. We give you glory and honor. Thank you, Jesus.